0: Well, in our first reading here, we have, uh, it's a, it's another prophetic text from Isaiah. And it, it's, uh, portraying this future state when God comes and all of the nations respond to this coming. And as a result of this coming, the, the Gentiles, the non-Jewish nations are brought into, uh, membership of the covenant people of God. And uh, it's a prophetic text so really it's fulfilled in the Christian era so it's a prophecy about about Christians um, but we want to ask ourselves how, how can it be a prophecy about Christians when the main sign of these Gentiles fidelity um, to God's covenant has to do with the Sabbath you know in the Christian era the Sabbath is no longer, uh, I mean, it's, in a certain sense, it's kind of been translated maybe to Sunday, but, I mean, really, technically, the Sabbath, along with the other laws, um, the Old Testament laws, they don't apply to Christians. So we see these Gentiles being brought into the people of God, and the main sign uh, of their fidelity is their scrupulous, uh, in the best sense of the word, scrupulous observance of the Sabbath. So, but this is a text about Christians prophetically we know that, so how then is it fulfilled amongst Christians? Uh, well, I think we have to ask ourselves what it, how did the how did the Sabbath function for the Old Testament people of God? It was um, like uh, say it was a marriage between a husband and a wife It was the wedding ring okay it was the symbol of the covenant between the two and so what what is our main sort of uh symbol i suppose of the covenant between um God and the people of God in the christian era uh, i I think it's could probably there's a lot of different readings here, but I think it's baptism so i I think that uh baptism is the sign of the covenant it's the main main thing that demarcates, just like it did for the Old Testament people of God, those who observe the Sabbath were set apart as God's special people. So in the Christian era, those who are baptized are set apart as God's special people. But here's a, the hitch, and I think the take-home for us, is the Sabbath needed a weekly Observance—it was something that was renewed over and over and over again, and it was you, they had to keep the Sabbath. They had to observe it. They had to keep it. They had to be very careful and scrupulous to make sure uh, that it was uh, lived up to according to the norms of the law. Uh, because baptism is a one-time event, it can kind of give us the illusion that we don't need to maintain it, that we don't need to keep it, that we don't need to be as scrupulous. About uh, preserving it as the Old Testament people of God were about the Sabbath, but that would be that would be a misconception. That would be an illusion because we do have to keep our baptism. We have to observe it. We have to uh, first of all renew our promises constantly. The promises that we made through our sponsor at our baptism—it's got to be on the forefront of our mind, um, and uh, it has to be something that needs to be kept. When we're when the child is baptized, it's given a white robe as a symbol of God's grace, and the priest says to the, to, the, to the parents and to the child through the parents and sponsors, "Keep this robe spotless. Keep it. Okay, so it's got to be taken care of. So just as much as the Old Testament people of God were scrupulous and, and faithful uh, to to keep the Sabbath, so Christians need to do the same towards their baptism. Um, Uh, It's probably better than nothing when when you have uh, Catholics who think they got to get their sacraments. They just get their sacraments and then you never see them again, you know. And they don't think much about about Christ or about God or about the Catholic faith or about going to Mass. That's probably better than nothing. But nonetheless, it's really contrary to the meaning of baptism. Baptism needs to be kept, okay. And it's got to be a constant, weekly for sure, but really daily. Reality that needs to be close to hearts. Do we know the date of our baptism? That would be an interesting question, right? Why why don't we? Why is our natural birth more important to us than our than our supernatural birth? Do we know the date of our the baptism of our children, our grandchildren? If we don't, why is their why is their natural birth more important to us than their spiritual birth? So you know, maybe this is something that we can kind of get in our fore, in the forefront of our mind and celebrate that on a yearly basis is another way of kind of keeping our baptism alive uh, throughout the course of our Christian life. Or indeed, it's that sacrament that really sets us apart as Christians, uh, and uh, it takes just as much or more uh, fidelity and scrupulosity, again, in the best sense of the word, um, to preserve it as, as the Old Testament people of God did for the Sabbath.